welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from our youth and see how it stands up. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we are still watching the Animorphs, and this is actually uh, one year from the date when we started the uh, the podcast, so that's pretty neat. It's our podcast anniversary. Woo! And to honor that... Look at all these balloons. <laughs> I've just filled my house with balloons. And uh, to honor that, we actually have two guests today. I managed to trick half of the ladies of Smash Fiction to watch this show with us. So uh, we have Kit Mulcairin. Oh my god, there's so many balloons! Uh, <laughs> this and, is so uh, bad for sea turtles, but you know what? Today it's okay. I didn't use a straw at breakfast, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it balances all right. And Megan Bob. Hi. I, I just, I'm sorry, my arms are so full of champagne bottles. I'm just going to put all of these down so that way nothing bad happens. Thank you. Do it gently because they can explode. I've seen yeah, it happen before. Like, that would definitely, it, all the balloons popping, all the champagne everywhere. <laughs> oh, I'll get kicked out. Noise complaints. Yeah. So I live such a noisy life. Your so. neighbor's cool as fuck. It's fine. <laughs> it's true. He's pretty rad. The first day I met him, he was going out to the club. <laughs> and uh, I, what is he, like 60? <gasps> I don't know. <laughs> He's not a young man. No. Yes. Oh God, you have to become his best friend. Like, immediately. <laughs> he often has fish fries with his family, like, once or twice a month. And he's like, you want, you want some fish or beer? Uh, you go get that fish. I bet it's so yeah, good. Yeah, this I'm old sure man he's... is trying to teach you life lessons. <laughs> like... You know how much pussy you're going to get if you learn how to make that fish, Sky? Uh, famously, famously, women are very into fish fries. Into fish fries. You know, that's that's how Dan and Kit met. Dan and <laughs> fish. <laughs> I mean, I met my spouse online, so there was no opportunity for oh. fish fries, but he did mention them several times. Okay. So, so you knew instinctively is what you're Yeah, saying. I had a lot of confidence okay. in this situation. I'm really well, sorry I said pussy so early in the box. Oh my god. Well, well I mean, it's it been a while since we talked Saturday. about Venus getting fingered. So. Yeah, there's no... This show's not as inappropriate as the Turtles was. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uncomfortable stuff from the Turtles when we did that. Oh, man. I can only imagine. Well, we'll, we'll see how uncomfortable it gets whenever we get into Andalites. Well, that's kind of uh, why yes. I wanted you on, Bob, because I know that yes. like a Jedi draws in strength from the Force, you draw in strength from subtext. I, boy, and, do I. <laughs> and so, I don't understand subtext at all. I'm 100% literal, so he needed help. Uh, I so, mean, what do you I, want yeah. to talk about? Well, I mean, we can get into it. And I wanted Kid on because she's a, a zookeeper, and you know <laughs> animals, and that really doesn't come up in this episode, really, but <laughs> I wanted your <laughs> they, insight. They do, like, three animals are shown. I counted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which is a high count for this show. Yes, so far. it is. Uh, but uh, we've got a couple of questions uh, that we usually ask our, asks, ask our guests. Um, huh. Did you guys read the books as kids? I, yes. I asked knowingly. I've read all <laughs> of them, all the side novels. I yeah. loved this series. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, unsurprisingly. I read the vast majority. I fell off, I think, probably in the 50s or 60s. And then uh, came back whenever the series ended and read about the last seven, I think. That's so there's base... a little bit missing. Yeah, that's basically what Jake did. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the ending? Oh, it's beautiful. Amazing. Uh, all, all I remember... Oh God, okay, so I covered this when I was on the Math of You. 
that I have the shittiest memory. I mostly <laughs> just remember the way I feel about things. Now I do remember that like, oh my God, spoiler warning, who dies? Mm-hmm. So uh, I just remember that hitting me really hard. I don't remember <laughs> much else about the resolution. Oh. It ends I... with the phrase, ram the blade ship. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Jake hates, oh. hates that statement. I wanted oh. an ending. <laughs> no, I loved the ending because it, it felt, to me, the closest... I know people are actually going to get mad about this. The closest thing it reminds me is, is the ending of Mass Effect, which people don't like that ending either, mm. but I feel like things don't end. And so mm-hmm. it gives a real sense of, you know, the the vast situation of being in the galaxy and sharing it with other species is never over. It just keeps going on. So I loved it. That's fair. I just wanted them to have a happy ending. Oh, well, they yeah. deserved it. Absolutely. They did. But I think yeah, it made sense they you. didn't get it. I'm one of those people that needs a happy ending. <laughs> Me too. But they you went through so much. Romance. What is? <laughs> There's a lot of supernatural ones with wolves. <laughs> so I hear. Yeah. Well, I mean, wolves, dragons. A lot of were dragons around these parts. Oh, were dragons is <laughs> oh, yeah. so sexy. I mean, yeah, it's all them, you know, forked. Nothing it's, it's... quite like a cloak or what's the fucking word? A cloaca. Cloaca. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> sexy cloacas. <laughs> if Smaug had a people form, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, weird dragon butt. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, yeah. so did either of you guys watch uh, watch the show at all? I did. I did. I remember watching it when I was young. I don't remember how. I don't remember if I saw the whole thing that was in the U.S. Um, I feel like I would have, knowing <laughs> me. Definitely watched it, did not see every episode, and now struggling to f- remember how I even found out that show was happening, because it's obviously very early internet days, as you can tell well, they by did... the computer that Marco's father is using. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they did put ads on the novels themselves on like the front cover, like, oh, now a Nickelodeon yeah. series. <laughs> For the hot minute that that was happening. <laughs> They had to take all those books and burn them. (laughs) I feel like it had a very purple gif-filled website from my recollection of early (gasps) internet. Oh, man. Have you been to the Wayback Machine? I wonder if it's... No. We'll have to check that out, Sky. Is the Space Jam website still up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. They're never going to take that down. Now it's just a monument. Yeah, it's internet (laughs) legend. Yeah. Uh, I think the National Parks actually owns that. They run that now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which means it's there but you can't visit it because budget cuts we have to pay a small fee for upkeep and then also yeah. you know to make sure that there's whenever humans visit it that it retains mm-hmm. its pristine natural beauty yeah you take nothing you leave nothing yeah take nothing but pictures only <laughs> <laughs> memories website. bring all your cupcake wrappers home sky yeah <laughs> i am home that was fast uh, oh boy <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh do either of you guys have a favorite character oh god oh, i i had every favorite character except i gave no fucks about jake or rachel oh, really <laughs> I, I don't know i just like thought they were the most basic out of all of them <laughs> i i really liked i probably i'm pretty sure young kit had a crush on marco because i've always loved the funny person oh yeah sure. um Tobias was emo and then a hawk and then an emo hawk. So <laughs> the worst kind of hawk. <laughs> no, this is the kid <laughs> <the> diagram. <laughs> so it's great. 
Um, the, uh, the the actor also had like a hairstyle that I was super into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's and he's got and... real sexy arms. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and um, Axe is just fucking amazing. Oh, and Cassie, I I was I've always been Cassie in yeah. terms of you know. I can see lovers, that. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. I feel like I definitely I felt a lot for Cassie. I loved her very deeply. Marco made me laugh, and I think he probably is my most consistent favorite. But Axe, a near obsession because anything that Axe did was 1,000% hilarious. Yes. And, but, I mean, my favorite character. Well, okay. Depending on the, the thread that you look at, I had a lot of feelings about Visser 3. Not actually <laughs> Visser 3, but the inhabited form of Visser 3. Because he didn't, there's that one episode, sorry, one book. Oh, God. That one book, whenever the Yerk isn't in his brain for a little bit and he talks to somebody, I think it's Cassie, I want to say, and is like, tell my family, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, your life is sad. I want to know. That was, that was X. He uh, talks to X? Yeah. They, oh. Like, X surprise attacked him in the meadow where he went to feed as an Andalite yes. and s- struck him as a rattlesnake or something. Oh my god, how the hell did you, like, re- did you read them recently? No, but I was listening to uh, the Hindsight and or Morph Club. Oh. So also, I... Sky doesn't know the name of someone he interacted with every day for years, but he can tell you specific details from a book he read in fifth grade. <laughs> I mean, it's a very specific level of autism he has. This is uh, pretty dang impressive. Until wow. you're trying to tell him a story about another human being that you both are super familiar with. Well, clearly, I'm not that familiar with them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, that's the bar. Does Sky like know you... them? Okay. Then familiar. If it, if it helps you feel better, Dan is basically that way, too. He can remember <laughs> every little thing about every little thing little Dan loved right. back in the day. Just amazing. I'm like, what? I can't remember anything, Dan. I'm pretty sure I might have been a cyborg that got, like, some memory implanted uh-huh. into me. I just don't. I don't know. <laughs> or you're a clone person who just started and those memories that you do have were implanted <gasps> Theories. I have to find the real kit and murder her <laughs> oh no there can only be one no but there then can we can have one. many kits <laughs> nobody wants that Blah. no but we need multiple kits on every continent the, I, the saltiness would just ravage the land <laughs> nothing will grow here kit has nothing mocked upon this place <laughs> I think that's all the questions we have. I don't know. That's okay. your job. It is my job. I just <laughs> sit here and sass you. <laughs> you're damn good at it, for the most part. Uh, oh, so you're podcast dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And podcast mom. I'm cool oh. podcast uncle who gets you a little drunk <laughs> on your 17th birthday. The podcast thing that says, you know, I'd rather you do it here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that way I can watch you and make sure that you're safe. I mean, yeah, that has exactly. been, sort of been our friendship. <laughs> Basically, yeah. When we were 14, his mom was Aww. like, hey, do you want to watch him and make sure he doesn't die? I was like, all right. Because he's going to get Aww. into some shit. <laughs> and it was true. And nobody died. So. How long have you guys known each other? Uh, <laughs> it depends on where you count <laughs> how our, relationship, our friendship started. How old are we now? We accidentally interacted with each other's lives a couple of times, and then we became friends for real. Once in an Animorphs <laughs> book club. <laughs> No way. Yeah. Me? No way. <laughs> yeah, he, we went fake. to we went to different <laughs> we went to different grade schools, and the nearest Barnes and Noble was like a forty minute drive from where we lived. It's not a forty minute drive. 
Oh my god. It's like 20, 20 minutes. Whatever. Depends on traffic. <laughs> and uh, we separately drive. went to this Animorphs book club. And we were both in it for like two to three sessions. And we're like, nope, this is dumb. And never went back. But we'd already known each other from sitting in the uh, dugout of the uh, Little League. Preston w- Roofing? I don't know what team we were on. We were on the green team. The main details. It was green. <laughs> the green team. The best team. Yeah. Well, no. No, we, we were real bad. Were we? Aww. Well, you I, and I, I were. Well, the best because color. we cared the least. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my mom was like, my, yeah, she put us in there. She's like, you know, if you don't like it, you don't have to do it next year. I was like, I don't like it now. I don't want to do it this year. <laughs> but she made me finish. Aww. And we inter- we bumped into each other one other time in 4-H, I feel like. Oh my god, uh, what did you do in probably. 4-H? I, I don't know. Not, not a lot. I just, yeah, like, I it was, we just went, like, I didn't have a farm to access or whatever. I just, like, drew stuff and entered it into the competitions. Okay. I have family Same. who's, like, 4-H folk, so I'm always like, tell me all oh. about your chickens. <laughs> I mean, Sky's mom's house is full of chickens, so yeah, but that that didn't happen until I was, you know, in late twenties. Real ones, decorative ones, both. Um, yeah. she's oh my got, god, uh, she's got That's... seven chickens uh, now. Seven. Your mom has the life I want. Chickens are great. I mean, aside Holy from their surrounded. tendency to murder one another. I yeah. mean, but that's people. Yeah, true. So they're just better than people because they're at least cute. They are. And they got those little, like, fluffy legs, which is pretty great. Oh, Indeed. my God. I've been trying to convince her to get the little stupid glasses so everything looks rose to them so they don't fight each other. <laughs> uh-huh. But it seems like a stupid investment to her. <laughs> what does she know? What, chicken glasses? No, Most very things. sensible. Yeah. Uh, Sky, Mother's Day is around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I don't have to worry about finding anything. You're welcome. I'm the best <laughs> gift giver. <laughs> oh, uh, and then we met again in uh, marching band in high school, and we've been friends since. And then, then. we just Nerd. gave into fate. You play? Saxophone. <gasps> I was uh, a sax player. Oh, yeah. Nice. No, no way. Yeah. I no c- wonder you're so sexy, Bob. That's, That's what all it is. is. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I had a pair of sunglasses that I would sometimes wear to practice, <laughs> so I could be cool. Uh, it but sounds I gave exactly it up like Sky. Oh, yeah, that's the only way to practice. It makes it hard to read that sheet music, but whatever. Eh, it's worth it. The trade-off is there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What'd you play? Oh, I played trumpet in marching, <gasps> and I oh played my... alto horn. God, yes. were you, like, a band jock because you played trumpet? Uh, I don't think so. Normally, like, trumpets and flutes are the, you know, you know how it goes. <laughs> I think our friend Peter was the band jock, and I was his flunky. I oh so well, he I don't know if that's the dynamic. Trumpet I don't know like second trumpet. Oh no, I was way better at playing it than him. Oh seriously, oh, <laughs> he was okay. just handsome and played it. It's true. Oh well, that's some bullshit. I, the dynamic between you and Peter—you were paying him dollars to do things at some point. So I think the dynamic was not you were his flunky. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't <laughs> know. We were just a team. <laughs> I've known him even longer than I've known you. It's oh true. my god. I played, uh... Yeah, come on, get in here. Oh, God, okay, all right. I'm going to get up to the podium. <laughs> I'm just like, 
I was a French horn player. No, Ooh. French horns are dope. No, the only reason I had French horn was because I came late to the class where you pick which <laughs> instruments you play. French horn's the hardest and also the most, like, has the greatest variety. You cannot. It's not fun. I played uh, alto horn, which is the marching French horn, which is my favorite instrument I played. I played yeah. it for marching band part of the time and for pep band, like, all the time. Yeah, because oh. you got to stand next to me. Yeah, I played it because I got to stand <laughs> next dance. to Sky. Oh my god, that's Aww. so cute. Oh god. Playing is... French horn was like, oh, this is so much blowing and I don't even get to look cool like a fucking trumpet player. I mean, I don't know cuz like uh, everybody in band was always like, yeah, if you're going to kiss somebody, kiss a French horn player cuz they got to be real good. Uh, you, also, you change anything... everything with your mouth. It's very the keys have not a that's lot to true. do with it. Oh, maybe that explains a lot. Yeah. Right, and see? anything John Williams wrote, you had the best part. <laughs> Yeah, you get to be the soul of everything. It is real hard to play. It's like the hardest thing to play, but the soul. I want to be the sex of everything. Oh. Gotta stuff your hand up I mean, in it. But everyone in the band knows that you're the sex of everything. That's John right. Williams knows that you're the sex of everything. <laughs> what more do you want? The drums. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> When I was little, I saw how they made saxophones on Sesame Street, and I wanted to play it since then, and then I did. That story doesn't really go And he hasn't far. shut up about it since. That is true. No, I'm with you. That thing? Oh, man. Anytime they were showing how to make a thing on Sesame Street, fuck, I'd still watch those videos. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just the, the image of them coming off red hot, and they were just, like, warping the metal. It was super neat. Uh, getting, like, this is ASMR memories. <laughs> Sky, did you get that text I sent you about I, the dog doing ASMR? I, 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 I can't ever remember the order of the letters. ASMR? Yeah. Yeah. We were feeding the dog kettle chips and recording it to send to yeah. Sky because he hates chewing. Yeah. It's that's <laughs> when I make it to hell, all I'm gonna ASMR. hear All I'm gonna hear is just wet mouth sounds and I just And the do dog not, is all do wet mouth sound. <laughs> and we had kettle chips. Oh my god. Yeah, I got the tweet or the the text, but I did not open it because I you, you aptly named it what it was, so oh, I did not. I damn, better than to open it. <laughs> Just a hate video Monster. for a friend. Nice. <laughs> That's true friendship. It is. It is. Uh, so, so you guys want to get into the episode? Yeah, yeah. super. This jail. is more fun. This is. More fun. But we're thirty oh, minutes man. in, so we should probably get into it. All right. How do you normally uh, begin these discussions of uh, the nitty gritty, the rich lore and history of these things? <laughs> they they describe the episode and then All we right. comment on it. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty much it. We open up and we see like a, a, a movie theater from the 1950s. Because <laughs> they live in yeah. like Disney's ideal vision of, <laughs> of huh? society. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what teens do, see r- black and white movies. I had a lot of that's questions right. about that. <laughs> yeah, the, they brought Axe, or they, uh, Jake and Marco have brought Axe to a movie to get him integrated into human culture. Uh, and they thought the best way to do that is to bring him to an incredibly old film that has a shocking amount of narration in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, can you guys remind me, why does Axe refer to Jake as Prince Jake? Prince is a title uh, of somebody, it's like general, but instead of general, it's prince. It's just a, a rank in the military for them. And because Jake's leader, he is the prince of this guerrilla force. Ah, his, okay. His brother was a prince as well. I see, I see. Okay. Yeah. Elfengore, okay. Yeah. Uh, and 
X <laughs> 300 million planets or something? I don't know. It's some super old movie. Uh, and X doesn't understand movies because he thought after the preview it was over. <laughs> X is full-on proto-Sheldon, uh, where they have to explain how people function to him. Yeah. But, but get, he has he, a reason. But these people are getting paid way less. <laughs> that is that is definitely true. So this is X's first time out in public, I guess. It's hard to say. A lot of stuff happens off camera. They bring him to the mall sometimes. Well, Didn't... Marco says they do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Marco tells the others that he does, but he actually locks yeah. Axe in a closet. <laughs> he has a, he has a morph hamster, and then he just puts him in a hamster wheel. And two hours later, he brings him back to the, to the woods. That's great until you fall asleep. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so they're just sitting there watching the movie, and Axe continually doesn't get it. And they're like, well, it's, it's sci-fi. You'll like it. And he doesn't know what that is either. Mm-hmm. He ain't oh, from Marco here. and his hot takes. He's <laughs> like, Axe yeah, is like, what is sci-fi? Marco's like, sort of like real life lately. <laughs> oh, topical. Like, oh, uh. <laughs> and none of them laugh. Because their <laughs> yeah, lives Mark- are scary and sad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marco asks Jake, uh, why, why are we doing this? And Jake says, well, we're trying to get him to fit in. And then Marco uses the super topical reference of, yeah, fit in like my dad at a rave. Oh, man. Which raves were over by 98 anyway. <laughs> also, his dad is severely depressed. That's rude. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, Marco's allowed to joke about his dad. It's just, if, yeah. if, had Jake said it, it wouldn't have been I okay. guess that's fair. I totally understand Marco's needing to make life a little easier by constantly joking about everything. Yeah. It's a good defense mechanism, <laughs> damn it. It really is. It keeps the tears away. Yes. <laughs> healthy, well, until you get home. Yeah. All those things. Or until you get too drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Eight out of ten psychologists really recommend it. <laughs> it's a true fact we just made up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, in order to keep them quiet, because X doesn't know how, he has no voice modulation and he can't keep his random thoughts did they, at bay. Did they not explain to him before they went in, like, this is how this has to go? Well, they are also talking at full volume, so yeah. I don't know what the protocol is. It honestly. doesn't seem to bother anyone around them. Until that X starts blew my mind. too loud. But uh, to, to shut him up, they, they give him a box of popcorn and he starts eating it. And uh, the one thing we know about X is that he is not great at controlling himself when he starts eating, so he tries to eat the box. Mm-hmm. And Marco reaches across Jake to stop him, because Jake can't be bothered anymore. No. Yeah, no. Jake doesn't care. <laughs> if it'll keep him quiet, let him eat the damn box. <laughs> Why are you such a bad father to our alien son? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob, I'm so glad you said that. This whole episode, I really feel like Marco dance, and Jake are just the different two different types of parents with him. <laughs> yes. They really are. They really are. I couldn't tell which one was... I, well, I feel like Marco is like maybe the abuelita who's like gonna pull out that chancleta and fucking hit Axe one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely could be. Yeah, but at the moment, with the boy. neither of them pay attention and Axe wanders off and starts crawling around on the ground that is just littered with foodstuffs. Uh, and we get a lot of shots of the kid who plays Axe just crawling around, shoving random floor popcorn and floor candy into his mouth. Okay, I totally... <laughs> I, hashtag same, that is me on my cheat days. I do not judge him. Fair enough. I, I will say that he goes for it. He's not holding back. 
I appreciate that. Oh, all yeah. of the actors in this are all in. It's just the writing isn't great. And I... the eleven dollar budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did the best they could. That's why they had to get this movie from the turn of the century. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is very much public domain, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Thomas Edison presents Mars. <laughs> So uh, eventually Axe wanders over, he sits next to a kid and starts staring at the screen for once, and he recognizes sort of the alien world and kind of demorphs. Like, his yeah. stock eyes start poking out of his forehead and he freaks out the kid, who starts screaming. It's like an Andalite equivalent of an uncontrollable boner. Yes! <laughs> oh my God, I was thinking thank you! <laughs> Did we all think of that? Yeah, I like, just, I'm just usually not the one to point that out. He's got a homesick like, boner. Oh. Yeah. A lot of boys his age can't control their stock erection. It's okay. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It's just it's just biology. It doesn't mean you're bad. It just means you need a girlfriend. <laughs> she needs you just like, here, let me teach you about masturbation. Yeah, exactly. Just don't go crazy, okay? It's hard when you have hooves. Oh, I guess they have hands too, don't they? <laughs> they do have hands. They're just weak hands is what oh, they're okay. constantly telling oh, us. Yeah. They can morph into an animal that has a really long orgasm and get the most out of it. <laughs> Oh my god! I okay now. I I have to go read a bunch of stuff about how <laughs> how people have imagined this situation to work. Although, in in a discussion post about this very topic, it was decided that they're very stuffy, repressed people. So maybe they have no. They just don't even believe in masturbation at all. They're like, why would you? You could be doing oh. like science and war. <laughs> oh, the more outwardly stuffy, the more freaky they are. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, that. <laughs> just a lot of like spanking with tails, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's built right in. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> what do you suppose is the most attractive feature to Andalites? Like, would it be um, the tail blade or like the stock eyes? What do you. No, Probably there that. was a point at Never which mind. they actually did mention something like that. They were like, oh, so and so has very nice something but i don't remember what it was i don't uh, remember either I, I little young kid thought Ciro's daughter was really attractive oh, on that cover yeah. <laughs> yeah, well she was purple I mean, that's sexy yeah i mean but like i but what i found attractive about her was her like slightness her like her femininess oh, but that's yeah. and that's not really like exclusive to andalites that was me as a human <laughs> seeing it you know and also was those, that... like those sexy bedroom eyes if andalites use bedrooms which i do not know that they do <laughs> they can hit you with twice as many bedroom eyes Oh, yeah. Yes, it's true. Uh, so they. <laughs> My eyes are up here. No, wait, these ones. These <laughs> ones up here. Higher. Higher still. <laughs> Actually, a little to the left. I'm looking at you with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after the credits, which I. I noticed something new about the song and how kind of weird culty enrollment it is because it tells you that there's no one else but us. And it, and it makes me uncomfortable. Now. Sky, it's about them only having themselves or something. <laughs> Is it, though? I don't know. <laughs> I thought the lyrics fit pretty good, except yeah. for the hands bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really missed opportunity. All right, can I also just say that this song is so aggressively 90s? Yeah. It sure is. If the song was a person, it'd be wearing head-to-toe denim. <laughs> <laughs> it's frosted. No, that was, that was more 2000s frosted tips. In addition to not knowing names, Sky also doesn't know years. Yeah, I never know when I am. <laughs> or when anything was. I, I feel you. That's a tough thing to keep track of. <laughs> I'm just, I just, I'm not good at it. Sorry, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> I know when we record, I, I make sure to mark that on things. 
that will remind me. <laughs> just random things. <laughs> yeah. On walls yeah. over and over again. Yeah, I'm not going to get my deposit back is all I'm saying. You should see this room. <laughs> just <laughs> dates and times written and then scribbled out. <laughs> well, dry erase boards are expensive. Yeah. I'll give you the $13. <laughs> we'll go to Target after this. Sweet. And you'll become an adult. You get your magnet oh, pen. Man. Oh, wait. Did we have that conversation <laughs> off recording? I don't know. I think we were recording. But now you just gotta edit recording. it in. I can pepper it in at the end. <laughs> you know, you don't want to lose that sweet content. It's true. <laughs> Make sure you add that in and leave in that you're a Nazi. Oh no! No, I, no, I accused Kid of being a Nazi. Yeah, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, they they get Dra- or Drac. They get Axe out of uh, the movie theater. He's got a bunch of popcorn in his hair and chocolate over all over his face. And uh, it's Marco who hands him the napkin. So Marco is the mom, right? I mean, um, um, yeah, let's just say that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feisty Latina mom. Sure. <laughs> that tracks. Canon uh, accepted. <laughs> so um, they're, they're, Marco and Jake are telling him that it's okay to miss home. And then they say it's only human instead of saying it's only natural or any other form of that phrasing. Yeah, it's yeah. They're trying to make him more people. It's fine. And then they have this very lengthy discussion about him in front of him. That was so- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know he doesn't have his andalite ears, but he's still like four steps behind you, and you should include him in the conversation if you're going to talk about him. Yeah, he seems pretty distracted. Oh, in this scene, this outside of the movie theater scene. Marco makes the joke of like Tobias is in a tree, and I'm like, "Yo, Marco, too soon, huh?" Yeah, yeah. like also, that boy just lost his fucking life. <laughs> yeah, not only did he lose his human life, but the last episode ended with him being dead. So, we yeah, don't know, oh my God. we don't know where he is right now, aside from in a tree. So I <sighs> guess he was fine, or maybe he's at Cassie's dad or mom's uh, rehabilitation thing. But we don't know the fate of Tobias, because last we saw, he got shot with a Dracon beam. Yep. Oh, poor thing. God damn. Yeah. He's sick. got a real rough go. This case scenario, he's got a thermometer up the cloaca <laughs> at the vet. <laughs> Is that actually That's... how you take the temperature of a hawk? Do you even need to know their temperature? <laughs> I have, uh, yeah, it's important to know the temperature of a lot of things. Now, that being the best way, I do not know. I have not worked on <laughs> hawks yet. Seems like well, it would. I don't know. It seems like that would be really dangerous, just because it's such a small thing, and they could get like a rupture or a tear so easily. I, I would trust know. a vet. <laughs> I know that that's the best place to take a temperature for a lot of animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't. You can't get a hawk to keep a thermometer in its beak. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes they put it like under the armpit or something, like for babies and things. So I don't know. But yeah. it's not. I don't know. Hawks have armpits. Science. <laughs> Wing pits. Yes. <laughs> Well, kid, don't don't you work with uh, condors or something? Um, I had there is a roadrunner at my job, and roadrunner. there is a um, what do you call them? What do you call those beautiful scavengers? Vultures. Vultures. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't work in the vet part of the job. Okay. So I should I should ask I should ask how do you take a bird's temperature? I'll get back to you, Bob. <laughs> Yay! Sweet. Facts. <laughs> uh, but also during this uh, bit of exposition while they're deciding who's going to take care of Axe, because they they want him to experience, you know, friendship, and they want to bring him in closer or whatever. But they make mention that Cassie and Rachel are not going to be in this episode either. Because <laughs> yeah. reasons. I don't know why. Because girls are hard to write. 
boy. boy Girls and hawks are hard to write. (laughs) I guess. That would imply that there was any difference between any of the characters in this show. (laughs) It's true. The only difference so far is that Cassie does chores and everyone else sits around. And Jake has a denim jacket and Margo has an orange jacket. (laughs) (laughs) The four types of people. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... Marco, in his words, draws the short straw because, you know, there's uh, Tom is at Jake's house and they don't want to expose Tom to Axe because he can't keep his human, you know, together long enough to not draw suspicion. Even though nobody in this show is observant enough, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be fair, Axe just seems like a quirky kid. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, every scene... You see Axe be quirky. Marco's actually giving it away so much more by overreacting to it. <laughs> Marco brings him in to, uh, to his house, and he immediately tries to eat a piece of wax fruit. Mm. <laughs> yes. He smells it first, so he knows... Well, I guess he wouldn't know what wax smells like on Earth. So, But still, it doesn't smell edible. It would have had no smell. It's an apple. Apples don't have super distinct smells, do they? <laughs> on the Not end, until when, you break into one. Yeah, when you bite into it. You don't eat fruit. You don't know. I eat an apple every day. <laughs> Just a single because apple. you hate doctors so much. Exactly. <laughs> so Marco takes that fruit and tries to put it in a drawer because that's where the wax fruit goes. <laughs> Not back on the pile. Yeah. And there's a photo of his mom in the drawer, which makes me really sad that yeah. he keeps it there. Why not have it out? Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he says why, and I guess that's yeah. a fine reason. <laughs> I mean, th- you know, maybe once they're past mourning, they'll bring it back out. I guess, but how, I guess they never actually told us how long she's been gone. Mm. Yeah, I mean, um, it, Marco's dad is depressed for that reason, though, right? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, I mean it's, a big, it's a big relationship. It could have been months ago, but that's still, like, enough time oh, to be God. sad. Excuse me. Uh, Marco's dad is home. He is cooking chili. Um, why is his apron only on the lower half of his body? I don't know. And why, <laughs> why is he Why is it so about... stained? Yeah. Why does? It, why was he worried about staining his dark pants instead of his like lighter colored shirts? Well, it is the quote the chili of doom. Maybe he didn't want to accidentally set his pants on fire. I have no idea. Is this? I is felt... this what morning looks like? I felt like his apron. <laughs> Was super like challenging gender norms, so I was really into it. <laughs> no, no, it's cute. I just wish it was a full apron. Oh, <laughs> I just for, when we first see him, it just looks like he's wearing super filthy pants, and I was like, "Oh, buddy, it took a turn for the worse, huh?" <laughs> but uh, but nope, he's just making chili, and then he convinces Axe to eat some because nobody leaves the house without eating his terrible chili. Mm. Oh my gosh! Okay, can I? Uh, I, ha- I have a confession. <laughs> Axe, Axe, when talking to Marco's dad at some point, says, Ah, Spanish, another one of your human languages. And uh, listen, I'm weak. I laughed. Okay. I did too. I thought that was For funny. For some reason. Oh, no, that the... trope always works on me. <laughs> the, the kid who plays Axe, he's really good. He sells it in a uh, good way. I, yeah. I think he might be the best actor of the kids. Now, I, to be fair, I, I did not see the women, but mm. of these kids, he's the best. They're fine if you like people blankly staring, waiting for their line. <laughs> How did you know my kink? <laughs> Sky filled me in. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about uh, where the food goes when you morph, and whether or not chili would have a terrible <gasps> thing, like 
on anti physiology. Yeah, same. Yes. Because, yes. I mean, it's not great for human physiology. Uh, <laughs> and andalites are supposed to eat that. And I don't know what their, you know, digestive tract looks like. And I'm just, I'm really worried about Axe. Whatever, They're if he vegetarian. gets diarrhea, he lives in a field. <laughs> I guess. But I guess his mouths are on his feet, so you don't want to get diarrhea where you walk. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if they, can, they can't taste anything, though. So I don't know if they would care. Because they do, like, sometimes get insects and stuff. But that's not what they eat. So. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. You're right. It's literally shitting where you eat. Yep. Yeah. Literally. But they don't care, so I guess it's fine. I, I do remember, for some reason, the one thing, there's a bit in one of the Animorphs books where it talks about, I maybe it was Visor 3, someone in, in an Andalite body looking at another Andalite as though it was a, that person was a piece of dung on the bottom of ah, that person's house. Yeah. Yeah. So there must be something about, like, they obviously don't like poop in their hooves. <laughs> Who would? They are really, they kind of are clean freaks. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. But no, really, what do they, when an anamorph eats in a morph form, does their real body floating out in the whatever space, like, does that get the nutrition? I don't, how does it work? I don't know. There's a book where they're stranded in the, one of the poles, south or north, I forget which, but it's super cold and they uh, have to stay in wolf morph in order to not freeze to death. And mm-hmm. they eat, they like eat a seal to keep the wolves going. I, and I, I don't know. It's super confusing. I do I remember she... one of the books, Cassie poops in horse form. She does. <laughs> and it was specifically because they were like, oh man, I bet those are anamorphs. And then she was like, all right, I'm going to, I got to go deep in undercover. So the other way they realize <laughs> that we're definitely just normal horses, not, not anamorphs. And so she just does a horse poop. Yes. So brave. So, so that was the, the book where they were looking she... for the, the Andalite porta potty. <laughs> so what she morphed into already had poop in the digestive tract or, or is it just spaghetti and cheerios like from yeah before? God, this is raises it, so many questions is it her human poops just out of a horse butt yeah because i mean it's got to look like horse poops which are pretty distinctive poops yeah i'm sorry to bring so much no, poop into your podcast we should move on. <laughs> this is actually the least amount of poop we've ever talked about <laughs> It might be somewhere in the middle. <laughs> are, it's hard to say. Average poop. <laughs> it's just, I, I wish that they would, because they can morph clothes in this show, and I just have so many questions. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. could morph, but I mean, they could a bit, like, you know, just. Yeah, but like tight stuff, not like coats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. apparently sunflower <laughs> seeds and stuff. Uh-huh. Just show uh, fucking it all up with your gap clothes oh god did you see that yes that, all um, clothing right by gap yeah i watched it with my husband who had never seen read heard really of the animorphs before so my Aww. episode was spent going okay so this is why this is happening and here's all these other things so he had a real experience i guess well Tell him we're sorry. <laughs> no, he was like, at the end of it, he was like, well, that was the thing. It was like, I mean, how was it good or bad? He's like, you know, it was so nothing that it was neither. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So benign. Yeah. Ugh. What's the absence of flavor? It's that. <laughs> milk? No, milk's milk got toast? flavor. No, milk's uh, milky. 
As someone who is lactose sensitive, I seek out the milk because it has flavor. Fair enough. Yeah, something was happening in the show. I don't know. Okay, so, okay. So there was chili eating. Axe had a one-person chili eating contest. Yeah. Maybe one, yeah. Yes. He's devoured. Like, Marco's dad had a pot bowl or going and a bowl, like a serving bowl full of chili. And Axe has eaten. It, is, it seems to be all of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which seems like it should be too much for a human body to keep inside of it. Yeah. Especially a guy who, like, he says that it was made with the hottest chilies in the world. Habaneros. Yeah, habanero. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's super dated. I know. I was like, oh, this was before we discovered others. <laughs> um, but it, it just seems like he should be crying or vomiting or something. Uh, but instead... Uh, um, at some point, someone's going to have to teach him as a human how to poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's forever. a really good point. Because, like, carnivore poops are super different. <laughs> yep. yep, yep. There's there's just there's just a time bomb inside of him, and I'm concerned is all I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, apparently, Marco's dad got his shit together since the last episode because he's working at the observatory again or something he's had like three episodes since we've seen him so okay he did some soul searching in that time i guess got a job but made some chili (laughs) (laughs) he's programming some sort of electron microscope or not electron some sort of radio telescope or something or other from a super old computer oh my god it's great (laughs) a computer made of basically two textbooks Axe notices and he like recognizes some of the math and then he tells Marco's dad that you're on the right track. And Marco's dad gives him a quizzical look but just decides to go with it. And then Axe leaves. <laughs> just abruptly makes an excuse and, he, and fails. He puts his hoodie on and that's a hoodie that's part of his morph. So if he doesn't put his hoodie on and he morphs back, what happens? Oh, yes. Man. yes. I assume he's missing fingers or maybe some skin on his back or something. Or perhaps wherever he leaves the hoodie, it just morphs into a hunk of andalite. Oh, God. Oh, no. Is it, would it just be fur? I don't know, because it's like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I would assume. God, I would hope. That's it's... the best outcome. <laughs> it's, it's really hard to say. They've established nothing, so it's, uh, uh, it's anybody's guess. So after Axe pieces out, they piece out, and they don't even tell their dad. Like, he comes out with three things of ice cream, and then he's just standing there all sad. I'm so mad at those fucking kids for him. And this is a man who's just recovered from being depressed because his wife abandoned him by dying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how dare she? And also, he was. Oh. The rooms are connected. Like they yeah. went out of their way not to say anything. That's yeah, super shitty of you guys. They were looking like at him. <laughs> the show does a really. It's very faithful about the fact that they are so young, yeah. and that stuff yeah. just simply does not occur to them. Yeah, but still, fuck them. Your mom raised you better than that, Marco. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. I, I, I have nothing to back that up, but I'm assuming yeah. so. Could not have done worse. that's true Uh, so they follow Axe they're able to track him down to the observatory or wherever and Axe morphs into a a rodent or something and breaks in we know that because we see a bunch of hoof prints that lead or people prints that lead to hoof prints that lead to like rat or something 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 small it was hard to tell I was like did they just make up some prints I don't know (laughs) yes 
Yes, I mean, did. it's very likely he had a teensy alien lizard thing that he could scamper in there with. True. Sure, he sure. did say earlier that he's been a mouse when Marco's dad is like, are you a man? Oh, yeah. Or a mouse. And it sounded like Marco's dad was just calling him a pussy about chili. That's where the word pussy mm-hmm. should have gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I brought it up. I wouldn't normally use that word. Um, so X uh, makes his way up to the telescope, and I don't, he's able to use alien science magic to make uh-huh. this thing reach oh. the Andalite homeworld. It's maths, guy. Right, but the, the speed of light is constant is in the it? universe. Is it? Yes. I just went to the planetarium Thursday. <laughs> so what I think I might know a little about more than you. Do you have your PhD now? Yeah, I watched a show. <laughs> oh in my god! Hands. I at least know more than Sky, <laughs> and that's really all I ever want. Oh, wow! So, <clears throat> the computer room is incredibly poorly lit because there's an andalite in it, and they're, they oh, choose not to shoot it. God! Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just a typing away. And eventually, he's able to reach the andalite homeworld. Earlier in the episode, Marco makes mention of it being two hundred light years away. Uh, just because you add more math into your equations doesn't make those radio transmissions travel any faster. Maybe they're not radio waves. Okay, so say he shot them on light. It would take 200 years to get there. They know sublight. Whatever it is, it's allowing creatures that speak telepathically oh, yeah. to communicate? There is that. Yeah, oh, you'd assume man. that it would translate into the speakers, but nope, we have that weird echoey, it's in your brain effect happening. <laughs> And meanwhile, <laughs> we cut over to fucking Visitor Three. He's enjoying some shrimp cocktail. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yes. he's just lounging he's around weird. on a leopard print chair, so just eating shrimp. And <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> Why are you in human morph? Because he loves shrimp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe Yurks have the same thing where they're like, oh, "This is flavor." <laughs> Why? And he looks like a stereotypical evil businessman. Like he does not look like an evil overlord, conqueror, mm-hmm. nothing. He just looks like he, like, he looks like Lex Luthor. Yeah, like the local Radio Shack conglomerate leader. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he should be telling teens that they can't dance. Yeah, <laughs> leave some room for Jesus. How dare you? But uh, he has some guy come up and say, "Hey." Somebody's talking through the Z-Space. So, I, okay, you're right. They did use a sublight system, and he's talking through the Z-Space. What? I just wanted you to say you were right. I know. Because <laughs> you hear it so infrequently. Yeah. Um, but Ax is able to t- – he gets his dad. He cell phones his dad. Uh, and it, oh, are we not going to talk about how he, how Visitor 3 threw the shrimp no. as though that was supposed to make him look like he was super mad, but instead it's just so sad? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you in particular, small earth crustacean. Oh. oh, no, because that was a very important part. <laughs> I'm sorry, so I glossed good. over it so, so recklessly. <laughs> strike two. <laughs> what was strike one? I don't know, just... Just keep going. Okay. Saying pussy because you're not allowed to say. It. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with that. I don't like using that word, <laughs> even though it's short for pusillanimous, meaning timid or weak. Just shut up. Oh, <laughs> These are the no. things that I know. Oh my god! Did somebody give you a fact? Did you get a Snapple bottle? <laughs> I, I legitimately this... learned that. That's oh, yeah? cool. Thanks oh, yeah. for letting me know. Oh, yeah, it's it's not just slang for the female genitalia. It's short for a different word. 
I thought it came from just a kitty cat thing, but I never thought oh. about where that word came from. Like scaredy cat, scaredy puss, pussy. Like uh, yeah, like a like a pussy, like a female cat. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because males are called Toms, aren't they? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh. I always forget that whenever somebody's like, oh, Tom, and I'm like, what? Oh, that's right, cats. <laughs> I was like, where's Jerry? Yeah, I see what oh, you Jerry. mean. Jerry. Well, the Germans, I guess if you're into World War I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you like the Megamorph where they traveled through time and Jake got shot to death in World... No, he, that was World of the Revolutionary War. They eventually went to World War One. I feel I like I do not remember that at all. Oh. I don't remember any of that. Yeah, that this... was the third Megamorphs? No, this is they a They found the time wrote. matrix. <laughs> this is definitely not real. <laughs> no, they make a deal with the Elibus because Vesser, Subvesser something or other, found the time matrix in the construction site because, of course, that's where it was. And uh, <laughs> he started futzing about with time to make the humans easier to uh, conquer. That's a real yeah, book. Yeah, that makes it easier. Yeah. He ended, <laughs> Time. He ended fucking it up super bad. Uh, eventually I they... remember the dinosaur one. That's the best one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, there's, were there others? Because as far as I'm concerned, there's only the dinosaur one. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we learned that broccoli came from an alien planet. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Good kid jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came from crab people who... Uh, who hated ants? Oh man, wasn't they were also went into the ocean? It was like prehistoric ocean, wasn't it? Or was that on oh. an, a different planet that they went into the ocean and it was crazy? They did go to a crazy water planet full of frog people oh, who were psychic. Yes, that was so great. Sorry, we're way <laughs> off now, but God, that was beautiful. No, that book was great. That's so good. Um, it ended with them blowing up a continent. I think I remember that. The Lyrans. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> These are the things that I know instead of important things. Oh, man. <laughs> I need to get me to the local used bookstore immediately. <laughs> Do you want to borrow mine? I've got the full set. Oh yeah, I'll just drive to Illinois. Super easy. Yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, anyway, X you know, is on the phone with his dad and his dad asks him who gave, or how are these humans fighting them? And he's like, uh, I gave them morphing powers. It was me. Yeah. Which kind of so solid. takes he also, away from he, the book. He also tasks Axe with the burden of revenge. <laughs> oh, you thought that was weird too? Yeah. 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 Super advanced alien race, but totally believes in eye stock for an eye stock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got, they got two more to spare. So it's okay to take out a couple. As the eldest male of my family, I'm afraid I'm burdened with revenge as well. <laughs> I am confident your mom would task that to Alex. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My, my brother... <laughs> that dude's crazy and likes to chop wood for funsies. Yeah. He, he's the one. He's the one. I'm glad I'm on his team is yep. all I'm saying. It's better to stand at the side of you than in its path. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so Axe hears someone coming and then ducks, which is really weird for like so something weird. that's taller than a horse, right? Yeah, because uh, if he was ducking, he would have had to bend over his human centaur body part forward instead of just dropping down to the ground like you'd see. Yep, yep. But that's I fine. Wanted, uh, sure, it's fine. It's fine. You know it's what? Fine. It's all Fuck fine. It. <laughs> Okay. And then we Who do knows how their bodies really work. Yeah, uh, we do get to see the eye stalks moving about in a way we oh. haven't seen them move at all. Oh yeah, yeah. It is unsettling, 
but that's fine. So he's trying to hide, right? Because he hears people approaching. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's able to morph into a, a rat or whatever, but instead he decides to become a person. Yeah. Because humans are so stealthy and good at stuff. Uh-huh. Do you think... Yeah, X. Oh, God. Bad choices. Do you think every time he morphs a person, he's wearing the same clothes? He would mm. have to be, I would hope. Hmm. Unless... Or maybe whatever clothes he was last wearing. Yeah, I, don't know. I feel like this was a dress that he has like some a small selection of human clothes in ah. the forest with him. <laughs> oh, was was he naked when he first like became a human? He was nope. not. He morphed a hoodie of some sort. Uh, he was wearing he was wearing like three layers. So he absorbed the DNA of all the Gap clothes they were wearing <laughs> <Yes>. too. <laughs> Denim and jacket made new Gap clothes. plus oh orange jacket God. equals hoodie. That's right. Uh... <sighs> Rachel was absent for that episode also. She showed up just in time to be... Uh, to donate some acquired. DNA. Yeah. Wow. Do you think they can't afford to pay all of them at once? It must be. I'm almost certainly that is part of it. <laughs> I mean, that would explain why there's never more than three on screen at a time. <laughs> wow. That's not true. They Sometimes they're in the, the, the barn at the same time. But the, the axe puppet is definitely not there. <laughs> Oh, that oh bummer. Do they have... Oh, yeah. I want to see all of them. Axe puppet and the hawk. <laughs> the real that's hawk or the, ho- their... the hawk puppet or the uh, the real hawk? <sighs> the real hawk. Okay. That's their big budget blowout day. Mm. <laughs> uh, budget yeah. cheat day. That's their finale episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that episode is about cell phones. Hey, let's not ruin it. Some of us haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I think it is. Mm. Uh, so... Uh, w- w- outside, Vesser 3 and his controllers roll up. One of them walks to the door and tries the handle and says, Oh, it's locked. <laughs> and Vesser turns to his crowd. He's like, Maybe someone else should try or something. As though, like, maybe one of his other controllers brought the key. Mm. Ah. <laughs> we jump back up to the observatory, and Marco and Jake have revealed themselves to be there, and they start yelling at Axe for not telling oh. them about mm-hmm. it. Good. Good cop, bad cop, parents. <laughs> uh, only they're both just kind of being dicks. Oh, Jake is try is is choosing. He's Jake's got the like tone where he's sounding like he's being like nice and understanding, but he's yeah, yeah. They're totally parent scolding him. Yeah, X tries to play it off as though he just came to look at the stars through this telescope. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, why would you? Why would we believe that? Why would you do that? I know their thing was like, "Oh, you know what? I can't. I can believe that you do. That. I just can't believe you'd lie." We're like, "Oh, <laughs> what? Why are you being mean to him? He's a damn baby it, in a p- different world." You're the one trying to make him human. That lying comes with. Uh... It's yeah. true. He's like, "Look, you did your job. I learned it from watching you." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If Axe finds drugs, you'll ne- oh my, you'll never see him again. Oh yeah. No, we'll can't we'll find his food. drug bloated corpse. It's fine. Eighteen say, minutes later. Yeah, even if he has one small puff of marijuana, it will he will be so hungry he will die. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many pizzas. Yeah. So we, we didn't think a man could die of Cinnabon, but it happened. <laughs> it wasn't even choking to death. He just has too much sucrose in his system. <laughs> he went to diabetic shock. Yeah. He acquired diabetes and has diabetic shock within the same like two hour span. Less than two hours. Oh no. That sucks for him. 
You just gotta morph and morph back. Yeah, when when they finally, the Andalites finally do come, they're really gonna have to give them a heads up about sugar and stuff. Oh, man. (gasps) Oh, my God. They have terrible self-control for such a stuffy sculpture. His his levels of everything have got to be very bad. Four hundred percent cholesterol. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it, Axe is definitely going to be missing a foot by the time the Andalites come. <laughs> yeah, and you're also like, oh, he has zero vitamins in his entire body. <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't think it was possible for a human to have no vitamin B, C, <laughs> D, E, but apparently it's happened. Plenty of vitamin chili. <laughs> <laughs> they named a couple of disorders after me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's got so, scurvy. <laughs> How can you tell? Andalites can't have spongy gums. They don't have I gums. know. It's like every time he morphs, they're like, your gums are bleeding a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you tell Why if you have scurvy? the funniest disease? Gums I know. Well, oh. I, you know, because with some Flintstones chewables, like, this is a situation that can be remedied for the most part. So while uh, Barco and Jake are doing the uh, the mom and dad thing, Fester 3 looks at the controllers who break out their flashlights. I mean, Drake oh, on beams God. with mm. sights. <laughs> it was as bad as you guys mentioned in the show. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. They just added, like, a compass dealie on it. And nope, Dracon beams don't look ridiculous at all. And they there's five of them that line up, and the the, the flashlights are pointed at camera, and the beams fly <laughs> off at a 45 degree angle to <laughs> the right side <laughs> of the screen. Poor props department. They tried. They tried so hard, but they like we said, we're only given eleven dollars. So <laughs> flashlights. In- instead of morphing an andalite like he did previously and slashing a door open, they're actually using their guns. So they're learning. They're going through it like Qui-Gon Jinn through a Trade Federation uh, bridge door. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just keep going, Sky. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they continue scolding Axe up in the telescope room. And uh, Axe tells them about Ciro's kindness and how he... Act- he uh, yeah, Ciro accidentally gave the Yerks... Well, not accidentally. I'm going to start that sentence over. Ciro gave the Yerks... <laughs> The ability to travel through space. So they fucked up so bad, everybody has to pay for it. History. <laughs> and, th- and they should have replied, yeah, uh, humans do that a lot <laughs> yeah. to each other. Humans basically on only do that. Yeah. Have you met ISIS? <laughs> I know. You're like, how come you're point, so, no. why are you so like upset about this? Don't you don't have to be like upset about it. It's just normal. It's fine. <laughs> but Axe, let's teach you about literally every invasive species on the <laughs> Yeah, the guys are, they kind of just ignore that fact because the door gets exploded. We see it like three or four times to pad it out a little bit. And they, uh, they get, while the getting's good, kind of, Mm. (laughs) they could have just morphed birds and left, but they didn't. Yeah, they really like their little anoles, don't they? (laughs) They really do. Yeah, they're cute. I mean, I'll give them that. They're cute little lizards, but they're so green. (laughs) It's like, they could have picked like a less bright green lizard. Yeah, but if you kill one, they're much cheaper to replace than a tiger. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. So while they're running down the stairs, Axe wanders off on his own like he's wont to do. Uh because he saw Vesser 3, and he's going to go pick a fight with him. Because the burden of revenge. <laughs> mm-hmm. How old is Axe? I don't even know like how old he is in Andalite 
whatevers. I, I assume he's supposed to be a teen equivalent. Already an upstanding member of the military. There's a lot that's unanswered. But he morphs a, <laughs> he finds Fester 3, and he morphs an, or to an Andalite. Oh my gosh, he was in the light as a person, yep. and then he became in shadow the more he became an Andalite. <laughs> How did he to the left, that? it's pitch black. <laughs> so, like, all of a sudden, there's, like, 40 controllers, and they, they've lined the, the circle, like, theater room they're in, and Vester 3 morphs to an Andalite because he wants to fight this, uh, this youngling all by himself. And then lightning fucking starts <laughs> crashing yes! behind him. How? He... Where from? <laughs> I don't know. It was daytime not too long ago. Yeah, right? I was like, it's still day out. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know night happens, but like, yeah. there's got to be an morning. And then we get the blurriest, shittiest slap fight we ever saw. And it goes on for so long. They just roughhouse. Yeah, they're just arm in arm. You got you got tail blades on extended tails. Nope, slap fight, cool. Um, yeah, they're, they're weird grapple hug. Yeah, and it's impossible to tell who is who. I think Visser 3 is taller, but with the quick cuts and the blur and the nonsense that's happening, nothing is clear. And then, at the climax of the battle, where they start using their tail plates, a tiger gets green-screened into the room. Yeah! Do you remember color forms? That's what this looks like. Is when you have a color form, and you put it, like, on the Ninja Turtle 1, I believe there was a street, but the the color forms never lined up with the perspective of the street. Yep. So, it, it didn't quite line up, and that's what this is like. Yeah. It looks it looks beautiful. <laughs> In that MST3K kind of way. It's distinctive. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it is distinctive. Marco Wolf's Wolf's a morph. He morphs a wolf and he comes running in also and scares away more aliens. Uh, all of them were higher up and had laser guns and they none of them choose to use it. Uh, instead they all run away. And then Jake tackles Vesser 3 and then they escape. Instead of murdering him right then. Guys, be, try to be a little better at this. Because you could have you ended it, and then you didn't. They're shy babies. God, it's like they're stupid teens or something. <laughs> it's like they've never been in a war before. <laughs> right? Sky's over here trying to tell people to murder, and I know for a fact you've never actually murdered anyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you practice what you think. preach. <laughs> Okay. If you were a murderer, I would be long dead. (laughs) Are you contracting me for something, Pop? Oh, uh, no. Oh, man. I was trying to think, would I ever do that? And I'm like, no, I think it'd just be like more like candy grams. (laughs) Do you want me to deliver a candy gram to someone? Yeah, I guess it's probably more that. Is it weird that I'm way more confident in your ability to murder someone than I am to to get candy somewhere? (laughs) Yes. Uh, well, I mean, sort of. <clears throat> I do know a bunch of weird things that always put you ill at ease. Yeah. Sky and I were roommates for a long time, and uh, I was annoying on purpose, and so he would just list ways that he could kill me, and no one could find out. I mean, it sounds like you wanted that, though. <laughs> like, that's what you were doing. Was I mean, going, it wasn't I... not. 
Yeah. So I feel like you got what you want. Like you you were asking for this to happen, and then you were like, "Oh yay!" The list came out. <laughs> I think it's a plans of your own. Huh? 2015's uh, murder list is out. Uh, <laughs> topping the list oh is that weird drug that makes it look like I had a heart attack. Yeah, I could make a cocktail out of atropine and epinephrine. Sky, you're just you're <laughs> self-incriminating. Yeah. No. Certainly by recording it. Certainly yeah. that aspect. Don't of look. This. Yeah, don't. I have this. final cut. It's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, but who's the people who listen in on stuff? Those people. Hi, people who do that. <laughs> <laughs> your your podcast might have butts, but we have dark, dark secrets. <laughs> Oh man. There's like 30 seconds left of this show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, uh having done nothing to anyone, everybody runs out of the uh, observatory and uh the kids are having a relaxing morning by the lake. Apparently they've been out all night cuz it's morning now. Or did it just get dark cuz a storm rolled in? I don't know. I, mean, I guess. <laughs> I, it's just a, a storm that blotted out the entire sky. Yeah. <laughs> That's biblical. <laughs> Con- yeah, just conveniently, whenever an andalite appears, it, there's going to be a storm to shield it from the light. But uh, Axe is sad that he failed in his vow. It's like, well, maybe you should have led with your blade instead of your slap fight. But that's on- <laughs> your famously weak hands. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that is a resounding description about you guys is you got really weak arms. But <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Jake tells Axe, you'll have another shot. We didn't win, and nobody got hurt, and nothing happened in this episode, so you'll have plenty of other chances. (laughs) Unaware that the show would be canceled. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Axe is like, I'm not going to see my dad for a long-ass time. And Marco's basically, "Eh, just pretend you can look at a picture of him. That is such a douchey thing to say. Okay. Like, I know you think your mom is actually dead, but... Come on, fucking <laughs> teens. <laughs> At least you didn't say something like, well, just take a picture of Vesser 3. That's close enough. Oh! Yeah. You guys all look the same, right? <laughs> right, Sky? <laughs> to be fair, those two Andalites were, like, indistinguishable. Also, <laughs> very upset that they have manes. They do not have manes on any of the book covers. Yeah, they're very fluffy. Yeah, it's like, this is some, like, Cookie Monster level furry. <laughs> ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Axe has, like, a little mohawk, which I'm not opposed to, actually. It's kind of cute. Yeah, it's fine. His dad had, like, weird ear yeah. hair. Yeah, what the fuck? Every that, dad like, has weird he's old. ear hair. Yeah, he's old. <laughs> but, like, came into, like, sideburns. It was super... Oh, and then Jake says, "You know, Axe, you remind me a lot of your brother. Like, how no? How long did you right? have a fool? <laughs> Approximately two, two minutes, and then he was eaten to death. <laughs> oh. You seem like a dude who's gonna get eaten to death, Axe. Well, all I'm he kind of does. He makes a lot of bad choices and went <laughs> to a tailblade fight with fight with his hands. You seem like someone who would uh, give me a disc to protect, and then I would immediately <laughs> lose. <laughs> oh man." Oh, gosh. Uh, they're like, come on, let's get some ice cream. Uh, not from your dad. Don't you fucking give <laughs> yeah. your dad for that ice cream, you little shit. Well, it's also like 10 in the morning. It's a little early. <laughs> it, it, Marco's yeah, dad kids. is probably just sitting at the table with those two bowls of ice cream just <laughs> melted next to his empty bowl. <laughs> so sad. Oh, no. I have no. So sad. 
And then they do the scariest thing in the whole uh, episode, and they walk through a crowd of geese. <laughs> yes! I was like, who let you children do that? Like, was there nobody there who had some insurance concerns about this? <laughs> Those baby geese were precious, though. They're not, but they're, like, juveniles. They're, they're big enough to do some damage. It was, no, for some reason, geese well, I mean, have the, teeth. The, the, that's fine. I, I'll do it. For baby geese, I'll like, oh, I'll deal with it. So what we're finding out today is that Kit has a death wish. <laughs> For baby birds, yes. Like, oh, Kit got eaten by swans. It's what she would have wanted. <laughs> she died how she lived inside yeah. a swan. Courting death by wings. Oh, God. oh man. Uh, yeah, the episode just kind of ends there with Axe doing more narration, saying, I have friends. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, sure you do. Maybe not Marco. Yeah, they're Aww. not good at it yet. <laughs> and oh. half of them couldn't be bothered to show up, but it's fine. They had things to do, Sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they don't have cell phones, so you can't just text yeah, them and say... this is true. Yeah, you have to check We're your email get... <laughs> and be like, where's Cassie? No, you have to dial up and check your email. Yeah, yeah. Oh the my forty-five God, I minute process. That from the books. <laughs> <laughs> that was a major thing. Oh, I didn't ask you about David. That was a major thing oh, in God the uh, in the David <laughs> trilogy because uh, he was going to sell the Morph Cube on the internet. I think this was before eBay, so I'm not sure how he was planning to do it. But yeah, oh, there's always free silk road. <laughs> I guess that's true. Free silk yeah. Oh man, I hear you, you. You do bring up David a lot, and I. I don't remember, like the specifics of anything that happened. And I do remember I hated him. Oh my god! It's because he's the fucking worst. Well, yeah. he's like a weird sociopath stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a dick. He. It was good. It was. It was one. Of, you need a villain that you you love to hate. Oh yeah. <laughs> but that's Vesser three, because he's evil, but in a charming way. It's just sort of in, like, well, a there's, standard. There's your villains you love to hate, and then there's your villains you actually love to love because they're such magnificent bastards. Mm. <laughs> like Raul Julia and in I, Street I, Fighter? Who? Wait, who from Street Fighter? Raul Julia, when he played Bison in Street Fighter. Oh. <laughs> yes, good example. He was having a good time. Of, I I mean, I don't know how much you guys know about uh, Magic the Gathering lore, but um, that, that <laughs> fucking lot. giant dragon, Nicol Bolas, he is magnificent. I, and I, I guess Smog is a word. little bit like that, too. Is Nicol Bolas sassy? Um, he's incredibly witty. Oh. And, and he has the power to actually back it up. No, we need to do a dragon match immediately. <laughs> we do, we do. All right, we got to leave the call. Sorry, bye. <laughs> We're doing a smash <laughs> I need to know. I need to have one that's just like, like dragon butts. <laughs> it's just cloacas. Yeah, no just butt. a bunch of cloacas and tails, and then wittiness. All oh, the, the most important things. I don't need to stare at cloacas more than I already do. Yeah. <laughs> Great job. The word cloaca has been said on this podcast way more than I ever thought it would have been. <laughs> but I guess I knew word. what I was getting into. It's a great word. It's fun to say, even though I couldn't remember it at first. At least when you're talking about birds, you can say under fluffies, and that sounds adorable. Aww, it's like little bird underwears. <laughs> yeah, but reptiles don't have that. It's no. just there. It's just there for you to stare at. Yep. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> it's the life you've chosen, though. No, it is. <laughs> it's a sacrifice. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so so that is the end of the episode. 
what did you guys think of the show? I actually, in I, it's it's the kind of show I would enjoy watching as like a good bad, oh. like something you watch MST three K for, you know? Sure. I would watch it with friends. I cannot yes. see the world in which I would ever watch it by myself. <laughs> oh, like, that would be that terrible. That would feel yes. like I had given in. <laughs> yeah, uh, like two years ago, well, it was on Netflix. I I watched it because as a kid, I never got to because I didn't have cable. And then like, I forgot about it until I was an adult. And then it was on Netflix for free. And I was like, oh, finally get to watch this. Huh? And then it was real bad. That's about what I expected. I admire though. your ability to watch <laughs> anything. <though. laughs> All the way through. I Oh my gosh. You didn't like go like, nope, done. <laughs> I, I very rarely do that. Whoa. I'll quit on anything. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of quit in you. I do. It's important to have. I, I have low tolerance for stuff that does not delight me. I bet that's a better way to live. You know, I used to be a completionist, and then I went, why am I purposefully doing things that make me unhappy? I literally have control over this. And decided, yep. nope, I'm going to fucking quit anything I don't enjoy. My, I have a friend who's like 70, and her life motto, no, she's 70? Yeah, she's 70. And her life motto is, it better be fun, or it better be getting paid. Those are the two reasons to do anything. I'm like, yeah. that's a good right. Motto. Yeah, I, I started a podcast where I watch things that I don't like on purpose. Are you so, getting paid? So that's where I'm at. No. Well. <laughs> Just in giggles. I, well, I mean, but you're you get getting, to do it with yeah. friends. Yeah, Wait, you're, you're getting you're getting a different. Fun. You are getting enjoyment out of it. You're not getting paid. Kind. <laughs> oh no! I have been. <laughs> you shut your damn mouth. <laughs> You've just been embezzling from somewhere else. Every time I come to Sky's house, I steal something. (laughs) Is that where my salt shaker went? Yep. I was going to say, why is there no oatmeal? (laughs) Go through a lot of toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were stealing that from the school. Oh, man. I, I don't know. It was a... So there was an actual play hacked version of Animorphs done on Adventure Podcast oh, yeah. that I listened to that was a fucking delight. James D'Amato plays Marco. And nice. It's real good. Um, highly recommend it. The thing is that one of the things they mention is, you know what would have made more sense is if the Animorphs had been animated because then there would have been zero <laughs> budget concerns. Y'all, Why? Bob, that's what they say. That's what Jake and Sky say all the time. Why on the, the show. fuck is it not? What were they thinking? I don't yep. know. And you would get away with doing like it's the grossest so morphs and stuff. They could have had like everything for nothing. <laughs> I, I'm really hoping that because um, pop culture that was big for our generation. Um, it's like super super popular again right now. Mm-hmm. I'm really really hoping that like Netflix or some such streaming service takes a you know takes notice and is like great. hey let's do this. It I would mean, be great. Like if you would just be more faithful to the books, it would work out way easier. Do you feel yeah. like they would make some sort of CGI version or that they would do traditional? I I'm, I always like 2D. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah, I like that better, but I'm sure they would go with 3D because it's probably easier to do. Yeah. Oh man, like an anime version that would be interesting. Like. Oh man. Axe with sort of bigger eyes. 
Is there? Aren't there? Are there graphic novel manga? There was something, something they were working on. I don't know if it ever got published. Like I've, I've only seen the same pages come up. Okay. <clears throat> but the oh, art for that, that was would rad. Be cool too. Okay, so let have you guys already like cast who you thought would be good voices for it? No, because I you know you just have the same kids doing it. Um, oh, just as adults. Oh, well, I mean, no. for like a reboot, no, we we've never really discussed a reboot before. Uh, no, most of those actors are not good. I don't want the voice acting. <laughs> you leave Sean Ashmore alone. Get some good alone. voice actors. So handsome. No, <laughs> I will not. Is <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I do remember though. Um, little Kit was like super hyped to find out that. Oh hey, the Animorphs guy is gonna be in the X Men movie because that's how I knew him. <laughs> yep, thought that was super cool. Did you guys ever hear about um, kind of the slightly sad story of how Sean Ashmore got the Animorphs role? No, but we're gonna ask him when he comes on this show. <sighs> okay, <laughs> well, we oh, I don't know if he right wants now. to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, you should tell us um, in case I can't make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I what I recall reading is that. Originally, his twin brother got the role, but his twin was like, got really sick or something. So Sean had to step in, and then Sean basically just became the famous actor. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I wonder if his brother is just like eternally like, I could have been Ice Man. Aaron Ashmore hates you, Sean Ashmore. <laughs> oh, that's so uh, sad. Oh, I wow. didn't even know he had a brother. So that's... Yeah, he's oh no! Don't say that. Oh no! So if you think he's a cutie pie, there's, there's, you know, you got your, uh, your double fun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> double the flavor. Um, I wanted to say a fanficy thing. There's not that much Amorous fanfic out there. You might be, you know, shocked what? to know. I am actually However, surprised by that. Oh no! Well, it kind of was happening at a time that was pre, widely available platforms on which to do it. And then uh, it's oh, never yeah. gone back and had the experience of somebody, uh, I guess, collate all of it, go through and find all the old message boards and all that other stuff and do it. Because I think it's definitely out there, ah. but it's everywhere rather than in a single place. Because ah. it was kids. Whereas right. the people watching X-Files and stuff, they were adults enough to have a server and, you know, actually <laughs> put something together. Sure. So the kids stuff's just everywhere. But as far as pairings go... There is, you know, some your random expected pairings and then your sort of standard ones. And Axe and Marco end up together in a couple of them. So I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> interesting. There is a later episode in this show where Axe and Marco do dance together at a school dance. Aww. Well, there you go. It's that <laughs> Canon. It's a little... surprisingly progressive. I was going to say it's foyer, but not really. It's just like Marco being a meanie. <laughs> With paired paired with the one he's kind of mean to. Yeah, it also depends on how it's played. If it's like a gay panic thing. No, I don't oh. think it is. Mm. I think it's just something... It's sincere? I, I think so. Oh. If I remember correctly, it's been a bit since I've watched it. But I guess we'll find out. You'll have to stay tuned. I think they don't draw oh, a lot man. of attention to it. It's just something that's happening as we're getting the closing narration. Oh. <clears throat> Do you think we'll make it that far? Yeah. We made it, th- we made it through <laughs> turtles and inhumans. I guess so. Oh, Ooh. I cannot believe you guys watched in here. I also can't. <laughs> Do you feel like it's like a residue <sighs> on your soul? <laughs> it it's it stings a little bit, honestly. I think about it every day. <laughs> how do you think is it goo gone? Is that how you get that off? <laughs> yeah, you just drink goo gone. <laughs> 
I've only it's been called gargling. suicide, but that's yeah, one way to do it. You do that, and then you morph into something with a really intense stomach, and then you, you're fine, and then you just shit it all out, but you're cleansed. God, like when I when I I saw how bad Iron Fist was, and I was like, wow, this is like the worst superhero thing ever. And then and then Inhumans was like, ha ha ha. Hold my beer. Did you and Dan you actually like... watch all of Inhumans, or you gave up? Oh, uh. I, I I watched a Dan watch it for like a few episodes. He tried so hard. Well, I know a podcast where you can like, listen no. to the recaps if you're. Well, yeah, that's about the that's about the level I'm I'm capable of withstanding. I don't recommend <laughs> it. <laughs> the, the hosts on there are kind of jerks. It's funny. <laughs> uh, my favorite part They're was lovely. when Karnak punched a bullet out of a lady. That was whoa, wow, that's amazing, and just so. I, I don't even know what feeling I'm having now. <laughs> if we were better at this, we could just reference our episode number and be like, go listen to that one for well, like, our hot oh, takes. Man. I kind of renumbered it. The, the title of it is Punching Butt to Heal. <laughs> That's a nice title. Thank you. This is yet another instance where I should know the titles of our... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a, that's a tough ask. It is. I'm. I cannot wait to see what you title this one. <laughs> uh, Jake, what would you say is the most oh, turtlerific part of this show? I didn't want to go yeah. first. The most turtlerific part of the show is that Marco's dad is no longer watching a TV that's not turned on. <laughs> 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 that is very nice. That he's not just sadly staring at nothing. Yeah, he's gotten past that, and he's standing up making chili. He's working again. Bob, what would you say is the most turtlerific part of the show? You know what? For this episode. Hmm. I, re- <laughs> I feel like it's just the fact that Visser 3 has the lowest rent villain headquarters of anything. <laughs> like, this is just prefab office building, and he's wearing stuff that he very clearly was the most expensive thing available at Ross. <laughs> Dress for less. Yeah, it is. Everything about it is so. Oh my god! It it feels like a bad community theater experience. <laughs> it's beautiful. Or is it the best community theater? You know, I think I was gonna sort of. I was wavering on that, but I really do feel like it is the suggestion of everything, but zero follow through on it. You're like, we're <laughs> suggesting the concept of wealth, prestige, and class. But we have no intention of giving you any visual indicators that that is truly what's happening. He was eating shrimp. What are you talking well, about? Well, obviously the most expensive crustacean. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rich man's food is a shrimp. You eat it out of a martini glass. Well, yeah, you know what? You're right. It's obviously, <laughs> it would have been weird if he had like a plate full of lobster. That would have definitely been bizarre. But... And he probably doesn't eat snails because it's like eating yourself. Unless he has some... I feel like he's definitely eaten other Yerks. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I feel like that's definitely true. Maybe he does. Maybe maybe snails are like... He gets a power trip from that. I would get a weird Andalite bone. (laughs) His eye stalks come out! Oh, God. (laughs) How about you, Kit? What do you think was the most turtle-rific part of this episode? Definitely when Visor 3 took out all his infinite rage on that shrimp. (laughs) Definitely. Was there just one shrimp? Do we see any other one besides the one he's holding? I think just the I one. That's just all the they one. could afford. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, that w- that was just from craft services. The the actor was eat- hungry, probably. 
He was just holding it when they started rolling. That's and right. They were like, he wasn't ready, but he's a consummate professional, so he just went with yes. it. Oh, man. I'm going to look up that actor. I want to see what else he's been in. His name's uh, Eugene was... Lipinski. Eugene? Uh, I'm going to say the most turtle-rific part. Oh, was uh, I supposed to ask you? It's fine. I got it. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> was all of the flashlights that shoot laser beams at a 45-degree angle. Uh, which explains why the Yerks have terrible aim and can't shoot these kids. Uh, yeah, you know, why? If they're going to use shitty CGI, why don't they just embrace the shitty and show us the fucking Andalite puppets? <laughs> right? Just like, uh, why? So you're not making yourself look good by not showing us the Andalite. <laughs> no, and it's very, you are very obviously hiding it in shadow. So, And, and then that weird blur effect. Go all in. Oh, show he's been from in twenty Arrow. years ago. Has he? Yeah, as Alexei Leonov. And oh, he nice. played Nikita Khrushchev in the Kennedys, which was a miniseries. Hmm. And he's been in Fringe. I've seen almost none of those. Well, I'm glad he's done other things. You yeah. watch yeah. Arrow? I, I'm sorry I, he's done Arrow. I watched like the first two seasons ish. Oh, I have what? not watched any of it since. He was in Warcraft. Oh, that okay. That classic <laughs> piece of cinema um, as Finden. That name Whatever sounds very made up. Is. I mean, it's Warcraft, guy. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. the 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 movie came out recently, right? Yeah. About the world of Warcraft. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Twenty sixteen. David Bowie's kid directed it. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I think like six people saw that movie. Hmm. Sounds like a pop culture failure. No. <laughs> nah. Oh, speaking of like your 90s stuff, he was also in Goosebumps. <laughs> that tracks. And Harriet the Spy. <laughs> Who was he in Goosebumps? He was Rocky. He's the voice of Rocky. And then Mr. Mortman. Mm. I assumed I would know what those were, but I, I know wrong. I was what I was like. Are you suggesting you'll know whenever I say them? Because I certainly do not. But I was I did not read Goosebumps because I found them spooky. <laughs> That's a good reason to not to. It does say right on the cover, "Reader beware." Yeah, you're in yeah. for a scare. They at least warned you appropriately. <laughs> I found it spooky and avoided. I mean, I don't know. Were you Goosebumps children? I was. Super. I, I was. I read it because everybody was reading it, and that was what was available to read. Uh, I met R.L. Stein a couple years ago. Uh, up <laughs> until I met BB-8 on Thursday, it was the shining moment of my life. Aww. <laughs> oh, um, so who was the most likable character in this episode? Axe? Yeah. Uh, the baby geese? <laughs> <laughs> that, you're just saying that for branding reasons. Come on. <laughs> oh. I am me. My brand is me. Me and brand. Marco's dad. Marco's dad. Yeah, I did like him a lot, too. Yeah, he, so was, nice. he tried the hardest <laughs> to I'm get gonna... those kids a nice meal, and they just ran out on him. Yeah, I identify way too much with him. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with that tiny child who saw Axe get a weird <laughs> antelope boner. <laughs> yeah, that kid is going to have some nightmares for a while. And no one's going to believe him ever. Nope. Well, oh. until the end Sh of the series. The show won't go on that long. I know, but <laughs> the way the story goes, eventually they'll know. Or they'll put him in oh, that man. hospital that What's-His-Face was in yesterday episode. 
Oh, last uh, week. That, that insane oh, asylum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was handled so tactfully. Oh, ah, ninety-eight. <laughs> Not great. What have you guys been like? What did you guys do to get this out of your head? Like, what's your pop culture uh, palate this cleanser? Was, this was my palate cleanser from fucking Smash Fiction. Oh, no. <laughs> my whole fucking life feels like Smash Fiction. It's nice to do something else. Uh, pretty much same. It was, it was that. I don't know. Like, I read some of a romance novel afterward, but I would have done that no matter what it was. So That's, that sounds on brand. Can you tell know. us what uh, what you're researching for, or do you want to? Uh, it. God. What is the what is the uh, what's the thing we well this week we recorded oh god as soon as we recorded I forget yep. oh yeah <laughs> are we allowed rim. to uh, oh yeah oh we yeah I don't yeah, know we were doing... it, well when are you when is this gonna come out this will come out on Tuesday oh I don't well I don't know is it any... oh yeah we yeah yeah we would have to you'd have to delete it because I don't know that we want to spoil I it I guess they'll just podcast. have to tune in and see <laughs> yeah no. it, so I, that I can bleep it then... if you want oh okay all right do do you want to just say then. Yeah, okay. we were doing a uh, hacker battle. Oh. Versus. I'm not familiar with that book. It's a, it is a crazy one. <laughs> <I assume laughs> Cyberpunk so. madness. Sweet. Yeah, it sounds really fun. I did not read it, but the people who did read it for the show uh, all really liked it. Yeah. But it's just it's a it's like an action movie in a book. Sweet. That's what a teacher would say. <laughs> yeah, you know what. You'll just <laughs> look. I'm gonna listen just, to it. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. You're. You'll see. You'll see what it's like to be a hero. Anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> it's fun. Um, and then, and then, yeah. Uh, that's for some extra bonus contenty stuff. Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I. Well, you're judging, so it's versus. But that you definitely have to keep under your hat because that's gonna be like that'll earn us like five extra downloads probably you think i think think people are so thirsty for stuff that they would come from anywhere to get more and also everybody (laughs) loves because he's he's you know reliable (laughs) he's a decent hard-working actor who turns in a good performance I guess this counts as pop culture, but I'm about to start a new D and D campaign, yes. so I've been tell making a character. <laughs> I will not take up their pod time to tell you about my character. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you send about it another time. I want to know. I will send you deets. I think you'll like it. Um, I, and also, when I have the time, I try to play some Persona Five. That's kind of it. That's all I've been doing. Uh. I finished Jurassic Park and I really liked it, so I started reading The Lost World. Mm-hmm. So I'm deep, Ooh. I'm, I'm uh, you know, elbow deep in Dinosaur right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm also assistant directing that play, The Susification <gasps> of Romeo and Juliet, so that's oh, taking yeah. up a lot of time. Uh, but that's about it. Those are the two big biggies. Oh, um, Sky, what did you uh, cleanse your pop culture palette with? Well, uh, nailed it. <laughs> you said it right. It was amazing. Um, the I hardest part was remembering the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught up on watching AP Bio, and I'm it's torn. Fine. I don't. <laughs> wow. I don't really care for uh, the character Dennis's character, yeah. but the children in that are fantastic. The girl who plays Heather is uh, great. She's my she's the favorite. One with the glasses. Yeah. And there's just enough of her that she's not overbearing. Exactly. They're playing it just right, and they're going to screw it up. Um, but yeah, uh, 
I don't remember his character's name either. Jack Griffin is the that character right. in the show. Um, there's an episode where he drowns a bunch of robot babies. Uh-huh. He drowns? Yeah, like, they couldn't turn them off because they were defective or whatever, and they just started cry- It was, like, for a health class where they had to take care of a robot baby. You know, because it takes place in a school, and that's a thing that happens in every oh, school. yes. Sure. Of course. Uh, and they were malfunctioning, so he threw them all in a bin and brought them to the school pool and drowned them all. He didn't throw them in a bin. He literally carried them all. No, he had a bin. Oh, well, he, before he got there, he's carrying them all in a comedic fashion. Yeah. Uh, like, he's just standing waist deep in this pool, holding babies underground, and then the last one stops making sounds, and he just looks up and says, all quiet. And it made me genuinely uh, upset and uncomfortable. So I don't know how I feel about the show. It's weird, because the mick where Caitlin Olsen is basically playing D is great. I really enjoy that. But, like, this show where Dennis is playing Dennis, but, like, a, a, a teacher, it's not... It doesn't work. The ensemble on The Mick is much better. Alba and Jimmy yeah. and all the kids are great. The uh, AP Bio, just the children are good. Yeah. And, like, you got Patton Oswald, and you are wasting him. He is not good on that. Ugh. Oh, really? Oh, oh no. And the all the subplots with the other teachers are I don't, I could, so I thrown could, in. I could give a shit about any of it. But boy, can mm-hmm. I watch those children in the class do anything? <laughs> <laughs> There's one who's got glasses who just has this, like this low whispery kind of voice, and she's just <laughs> got this crazy darkness in her. It's awesome. Uh, but yeah, it was it's fine. You've been sitting on that all week, waiting to talk about it. I could tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've also been drawing a bunch. I'm working on some stuff for Matt still. I'm, he's uh, designing a couple of role-playing games for some role-playing game convention in the next couple weeks, and he asked me to do the art for a bunch of superheroes that are nice. in this. So, congrabs. What? You say oh, congrabs? Con- yeah, congrabs. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Sky, no one corrected you when you said underground when you met underwater earlier. Be nice. Did I say underground? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, it's fine. I... I uh, I have to sometimes remember to use real words words whenever I'm dealing with my students, and then I don't. But sometimes I, I do. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't having a stroke, and I heard you correctly. Oh, yeah. yeah don't have a stroke. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'd go home. I didn't tell you any of the passwords. <laughs> but please throw my external hard drive in a fire. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, Sky's mom, cash. before you can come in here, I have to throw some things away. <laughs> You know, just burn the house down. <laughs> just give me yeah, that that'll be fun. I should have. Uh, he's designed two different games with, I don't know, ten different superheroes. He like he would like drawings Ooh. for, uh, one of which I needed to draw eight different versions of. So Ooh. that's right, in my wheelhouse. Wow. So I've been having fun with that. Nice. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been up to. That and work, and you know, waiting for this day to roll around. Oh, <laughs> he's been talking. It about was it so for fun. It has been. It's a blast. Thank you. I really enjoyed having it's you guys so... on. Aww. We enjoy being. Uh, it's really, I'm... yeah. It's really, really nice to have just like a chat podcast oh, instead yeah. of a like oh, research, research, research. Yell at each other. Then, yeah, Fuck you. You're right. Win. Well, Devour the opposition. To be fair, I do love your podcast. Aww. It works oh, very well. Thank you. Uh, and. I remember sitting in junior year of English and thinking, debates are stupid and we're never going to use this outside of school. <laughs> and then you guys proved us all wrong. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I very much uh, love your podcast. Would you like to go ahead and plug all of your things? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Go- yeah, you first. Huh? Okay. All right. No, 
got it. That was your. You had two hours to work up to that. <laughs> I really did. Did nothing. All right, so uh, we are on Smash Fiction, and Smash Fiction is a debate podcast. However, I would caution you and say it is not a debate podcast in which we are looking to beat one another. It is we are genuinely trying to figure something out through the medium of yelling, but also, more importantly, <laughs> we are all good, loving friends, so it is not mean in the way that you have often heard mean debates go. It is spirited, lively, and enjoyable, not cruel and unnecessary. Yes, it's very non-contentious. It's you all are just having an argument as friends. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to beat the other people, but I'm competitive. But that's for brand reasons. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm salty, which is different, distinctly different from Miles's curmudgeon. <laughs> yes, we have. We've so yeah, really each host place. has a pretty different personality, um, but we are all still friends. Um, I think part of what makes Smash Fiction different in the sort of versus format is that we come up with a scenario that works for both characters, and a lot of the times it's not even a like fighting battle sometimes it's like a race or a eating contest yeah. or a seduction contest yeah it's, it's weird we definitely we've been accused lately certainly of not doing any matches that are actual fights i mean ice skating whether yeah yeah it's it's been a lot of that stuff and sometimes it's characters who have competing skill sets which is really fun so they don't necessarily have to have uh, the exact same skill set. It could be one is great at disguise and the other is great at figuring stuff out. So it allows mm-hmm. for that kind of thing as well. And then the four-way battles yeah. are mental. Yeah. I don't think you actually oh, yeah. s- said what the, the debates were about. You just <laughs> mentioned oh, that they were yes. contentious. Pop culture, fi- like pop cultural characters from books, television. Everything. Yeah, we not musicals recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know things what people watch for fun and listen to for fun uh just to give you a quick quick example uh the last one we did was captain jack harkness versus captain jack sparrow and then before that we had old han solo versus old indiana jones versus old rick decker oh my <laughs> so if you're looking for a place to start i really do recommend that episode the old, it is a bit of a grudge match, but I don't feel like you need to know that it's a grudge match to enjoy the level of grudgery that happens. That's fair. Yeah. It, there's no there's no real order. I mean, I guess there's some like callbacks, but you could really just jump onto this podcast and look through, like, oh, hmm, which yeah. characters do I want to hear talked about, basically. Yeah, that's basically what I did when I first started listening to you guys, and then I just went through the whole thing. <laughs> oh, my God. My and God, I can't believe you survived. And now I'm a sandwich <laughs> elemental in your canon. <laughs> you are! Yeah. Oh, well known for your bread smooches. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, if you guys like actual play RPGs, if you're into those kinds of podcasts, once a month we do one of those as well. Um, each of the characters, though, is a character from some pop culture. Like, I play Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Bob usually plays Luna from Harry Potter. So it's things like that. Um, the GM is my husband, which is literally the best GM I've ever had. And he's amazing at weaving together so fictional good. worlds and characters. That That is not an over, like you're not overselling it. I don't think he's, it's really amazing listening to how flawlessly and like everything just fits together. And he, it seems like he has everything planned out in every scenario. It's, he's, he's uh, really on he's top of it. such a planner and, and such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I sh- we should say that if you are into 
that concept, but don't want to start at the beginning or feel beholden to a big thread of story, then we do have an April Fool's episode up that is a standalone, <laughs> as well as a heist episode, which is also a standalone. And the April Fool's episode, Kit, do you want to give some sweet deets on that one real quick? Yeah, that one's called A Study in Sugar, so it's set in Candyland. <laughs> yeah, it is. And this one's actually GM'd by uh, one of the hosts, my uh, sister-in-law, Claire. And so, yeah, it's set in Candyland. It's a murder mystery. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, it's with a bunch of characters that are that probably don't work well in Candyland. Bob plays uh, Miss Piggy. It's fucking great. <laughs> uh, Bob, your, your Miss Piggy yes. voice was so good. Oh, I loved it so you. much. Oh my god. It was I really panicked at the last minute and was going, <laughs> I do not think I could do a Miss Piggy voice. I think oh, it, so it, it sounded more like the Miss Piggy Muppet babies, but it's it, yeah, it, it really I'll take worked. it. I will take it. <laughs> they yeah, and then oh my god, and that's an episode where you get to hear Dan. Dan's Vmon voice is <laughs> fucking believable. It it was right it was right on. It was it was really good. I can't I gotta ask, how long was Dan practicing that voice? <laughs> like how many days prior was he breaking that out? Oh, like several. We he, he watched a lot of Digimon and then he actually looked up a video of the voice actor for Vmon and like watching that really helped him see what that guy had to do with his face uh-huh. to make that happen. <laughs> my my husband's actually an actor, so he knows how to fucking apply shit like that. That's Whereas amazing. the rest of us fucking chuckle fucks are just like, uh, yeah. I guess we'll just do this a lot stupid of thing. Making weird sounds while in our cars to try and figure <laughs> yes, stuff out yes. until we get to it. Mm-hmm. Well, it paid off. I really, it, the oh. your actual play is so good. I really love uh, Extraordinary League. Oh, thank you so much. But yeah, uh, thank you guys very much for being on. If um, you guys thank want you. to follow us, we are at uh, Failed Pop Culture with No E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail dot com. Uh, I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. Oh hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, th- Kit, Megan, thank you so much for being here. I, I really loved having you guys on. This thank was a lot of fun. Us. It was a blasty blast. I'm sorry your podcast is two hours long. A now. little bit, yeah. but it'll work out. Maybe we'll do a split episode <laughs> or something. It'll edit down <laughs> to like 145. Oh my God. Yeah, because like nothing in here you could stand to lose. It's all been gold all the way through. <laughs> Pretty much. Once he edits out of the, all the times I called them a Nazi. <laughs> 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 You'd be shocked how often that happens, but you never know. Every episode. Thank you guys very much. We will see you next week. Yes. Thank yes, you thank for having you. us. Thanks. We've done it. Woo. Goodbye, everyone. Mm. Bye. <laughs> Slow, sad wave. <laughs>